Chris, and welcome to Popcorn Finance. Hey everyone, hope you're doing well, and welcome to Popcorn Finance, where we discuss the finance issues that we all deal with in about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. I'm trying something a little new today. I'm recording directly from my computer uh, as opposed to uh, recording directly through my iPhone as I've been doing before using the Anchor app. So please let me know if this sounds any better. Uh, I wanted to try to boost up the audio quality, uh, but it's kind of hard to judge yourself. So please let me know, does this sound better? Does it sound worse? Uh, I just need to know so that way I can uh, choose how to continue recording going forward. Now that that's out of the way, let's jump into today's discussion. And I wanted to start our conversation on investing. And I wanted to give a quick shout out to Irene for just bringing up this topic. Uh, She asked me a few weeks ago if I would be discussing investing at all. And uh, I thought that would be a great topic. So thanks again for that. And I do want to start this off by saying that this is only going to be about, you know, understanding how our investment system works, the different investment vehicles that are out there. Uh, This will not be a show where I will give advice on how to invest your money or tell you what stocks are best. Um, I highly suggest that if you're looking for very specific details on how to invest your money for the future, uh, that you reach out to a certified financial planner. A great resource where you can find one would be napfa.org. That's N-A-P-F. A.org. And there you'll be able to search for one in your area to kind of help walk you through uh, some of those questions that you might have specific to you in your situation. And um, I might actually do a show in the future about maybe some of the questions to ask when you're looking for one, uh, because you do want to find the right person, find someone who meets your needs and also is, uh, is certified and is conducting legitimate business, we'll say. But more to come on that in the future. In the meantime, let's get back to our discussion on investing. And when most people think about investing or investments, uh, the first thing that pops into their mind is stocks. And stocks are probably one of the more well-known investment vehicles out there. Um, However, it's also one of the most misunderstood. And I think what most people uh, refer to when they think about stocks is um, ownership. Um, They think that owning stock means that you have ownership in the company. However, that's not exactly correct. Um, When you own stock, what you actually own is a share in that company. And companies Companies typically will issue shares when they would like to receive additional funding. So say they are looking to expand or they need additional capital to, you know, maybe um, increase research and development or push into new markets. Uh, They will issue shares of stock in their company, which will allow them to make their desired moves. So if owning stock doesn't actually give you ownership in the company, but instead a share, what benefits do you get from owning this share? There are three main benefits uh, that owning this share guarantee you. The first is a vote per share uh, for the board of directors. Uh, The second is a dividend, which is uh, a payment of profits that a a company can issue out to uh, the shareholders if they so desire. It's not mandatory. And the third is a share in the growth of the company by an increase in your stock price, your, your share. So as the price of each share goes up, You can cash out by selling that share at any given time and receiving those profits. So when you're trying to understand the difference between being an actual owner of a company versus being a a share owner or owner of stock in a company, uh, you can look at what rights or authority do you have. 
If you're an owner of a company, you can walk into the office and say, you know what, we're going to stop making this product or we're going to sell all of the furniture in this building because we're not really using it. And um, you know what, we could use the cash anyways. And also, if the company were to say go out of business, you and your assets could be held personally liable for any debt uh, that the company may owe. But on the other side, if you're a, a shareholder, a stock owner, whichever way you like to refer to it, um, you cannot just walk into the headquarters and take a chair. You can't. You have no right to any of the assets of the company, uh, but also you're protected from any type of liabilities that the company may have. So say the, co the company needs to file for bankruptcy. Uh, they can't come after you directly to take any of your personal property uh, to recoup any of the money that the company might owe. So although being a shareholder does have some limitations, uh, it does come with some benefits. And um, to touch back on one of the benefits I mentioned earlier, uh, the vote for the board of directors, uh, this is one of the ways that you as a shareholder can actually influence a company, although it be indirectly. Uh, so a company has a, a structure pretty similar to a city, uh, at least like um, here in the United States. I'm not sure how it would be for, uh, for you in other countries. I hope it's similar, at least, so that way uh, this is a relatable example. Uh, but essentially, you have a CEO. Uh, which would be very similar to a city manager. And they're responsible for the day-to-day -day operations um, and all big decisions kind of flow through them. They're, they're kind of the one who, who gets to make the final call on what happens. And then they're governed or kind of monitored by, for a public company, it would be the board of directors. Uh, in the city, it would be like your city council. Uh, these two groups are both, um, they're elected to their position uh, by their constituents or by the people that they would be representing. So. Uh, for the, board of, for the board of directors in the case of a company, that would be your shareholders, or in the city, that would be the residents of the city. Uh, the only real difference is that, or I guess big difference, would be that as a shareholder, you can hold multiple shares and therefore receive multiple votes because you receive one vote per share. However, in the case of a city council, you just receive one vote you know, per person. You can't, there's no way to, you know, get multiple votes. You can't just go buy multiple homes and vote for each home. It's just one per person. And so once this board or council is in place, uh, they're there to kind of represent the interest of the people who elected them and put them in place. And so they're there to kind of determine the future plans and directions and also have the ability to, to fire the CEO or city manager should they not be, I guess, handling their job in a way that they feel is appropriate. And so um, even though as a shareholder you have this power and you receive one vote per share, Companies are issuing, you know, tens, if not hundreds of thousands of shares. So you'd have to have a very significant portion of those shares to really make an impact on the vote. And typically, what you'll find is that the original owners or founders of the company will, well, they'll retain significant portions of the stock because by retaining large numbers of shares, they essentially, they they retain control of who's on the board, which will then control who's influencing the direction of the company. So for most investors, what you're going to be looking for is uh, when you're investing in stock is more so the financial benefits uh, and less so the actual control influence in the company. So you'll be looking at the, the dividend you would receive, uh, which would generate income, like a passive income stream, or the actual growth by the, the increase in stock price, which you could then sell for a profit. 
So that pretty much covers what a stock is, how it works, and your role as a stock owner or a shareholder. And uh, in future episodes to come, I'll be digging deeper into uh, different investment vehicles, um, how our financial system works, uh, just to kind of give you a more well-rounded understanding of the system as a whole. If you have any questions and you're using the Anchor app, please send me a call in so that way I can hear your feedback and even add it to the show. Or if you're listening to this as a podcast, uh, you can contact me through Twitter or Instagram, whatever form of social media you like. I actually just started up a Facebook page. Um, So if you like Facebook, (laughs) you can go there as well. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you soon. Hey, thanks for listening to Popcorn Finance. If you like what you've been hearing, please favorite the station here on Anchor.fm, or if you're listening to this as a podcast, please subscribe in the iTunes Store, Google Play Store, or via your favorite podcast app. Thanks for listening, and have an amazing day. Thank you.